Urban Spelunking is supported by Landmark Credit Union. Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Bobby, this week Nate. we're at uh, Van Buren and Wells. I guess this is technically downtown, right? It's downtown, sure. Van Buren and Wells. Okay. Oh, someday we're going to do, we'll do the episode where we argue about where downtown is. <laughs> yeah, where is that I've line? had that argument with so many people, That dis- I should say discussion, not really an argument, with where is downtown and where is not downtown. Someday I, we'll do that. I can only imagine. So this week we're at the Scottish Rite Masonic Center. This is um, a Masonic temple that was originally opened as a church. It was built as a church in 1889 and then converted to this Masonic Center in 1912. Yeah. So it has temple kind of in the name, but it's not a house of worship. It hasn't been a house of worship. In fact, it's got a lot of really interesting history and a lot of different things inside. Yeah, and really it wasn't a house a house of worship really all that long because it was built in 1889 and was sold to the Scottish Rite in 1912. So you do the math. <laughs> 23 years, right? Yeah. Um, but beautiful building. Uh, now an Art Deco style building with a big turret at the center, you know, uh, on the corner there. Um, but when it was built, it was designed by Edward Townsend Mix, who we've talked about yeah, lots of times, sort of a pioneering Milwaukee architect, who designed it in the Romanesque style with big uh, rusticated stone and big arches. And it still had the the layout outside. It looked basically the same outside, more or less, the shape uh, with that tower at the center part. Um, but very differently uh sort of decorated, if you will, you know. So in the uh, 1930s, they wanted to update it, and that's when Art Deco was in fashion at the time. So that's when they Art mm. Deco-fied it. Yeah, that's interesting that they, like, changed styles. Does that Did that happen a lot of that era when they were updating buildings? I they... think that has happened a lot, and there's actually a lot of buildings downtown that you don't know by looking that look like sort of 60s buildings and things that um, were actually built at the turn of the 20th century oh, that, okay. that get, like, Older. a new a new facade kind of plastered on the front. Um so it's, yeah, it's not unheard of. So this is an interesting piece of architecture because it's got all these different rooms and it's like there was, there was a, you know, a pub in there. There was a theater in there. I, I saw a production, like a community theater production there one time. You were a best man there one time, right? I a was, wedding. I was. And for, you know, considering I've been in there a few times and the last time I was in there was for a couple of hours looking around, I never got a good sense of the layout of the building just because it's so, every floor is different and there's this complicated, the theater space takes up, you know, two floors in one part of it, but then, you know, it's just, just, it's all over the place. But there is lots of interesting stuff. There's a ballroom in the basement where you would have wedding receptions. There was that pub right across the hall. Um, the theater, beautiful, where you saw a, a play once, mm-hmm. and somebody told me they saw a Sarah Burrell's concert oh, okay. once, um, and it would have been a beautiful, it would make a beautiful concert. Maybe. Yeah, it's kind of like a horseshoe shape, the, yes. the seating. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and very beautiful. Um and then what's interesting is it does have lots of, you know, the Masonic um, groups like Scottish Rite always have lots of um, symbolism. Mm. It's always kind of, you know, like, so there's lots of birds and things around, like all sorts of interesting decorations around. And what's interesting about a lot of the decorations there is that while they look like wood, they're actually plaster painted to look like wood. Was that part of the art decoifying it or was I'm that guessing, part of the original? I'm guessing some of that was... Um, put in when the Masons got it. So I don't know if it was part of the art deco fine, but uh, they did some work after they bought it in 1912. They did some work. They added, the, they put an addition on and I bet they did some of that uh, decorating at the time. Cause I'm assuming they took out the sort of churchical stuff at the same time. Art deco churchical. We're making up some <laughs> we <are>. terminology here. <laughs> 
So we're talking about the building because there's some big changes coming to it. It's um, going to be redeveloped into apartments. We're going to be talking about that next coming up and uh, more about some of those cool architectural details that they're going to save, including um, the stained glass windows, which we'll get into. That's coming up next on Urban Spelunking. Support for 88.9 Radio Milwaukee comes from your membership and Landmark Credit Union. Landmark Credit Union is proud to support Urban Spelunking and is proud to have been guiding members with financial options since 1933. Information about membership is at LandmarkCU.com. Landmark Credit Union. It's the most charitable time of year and we have a way for you to give a gift to Radio Milwaukee and yourself. Donate your unwanted car, truck, motorcycle, or boat and let us take it off your hands. Your gift will support the music and stories you enjoy every day, and it may even qualify you for a tax deduction. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars to schedule your free donation pickup today. All right, we're back at the Scottish Rite Masonic Center, an 1889 building that was, as we said, Art Decoified in <laughs> 1912. No, 1936. Oh, 1936. Excuse me. Okay. Um, and the Masons got it in 1912, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And they put an addition on at that point, but they hadn't done all of that uh, Art Decoifying yet. <laughs> got it. <laughs> and now some... Uh, a lot more changes coming to it moving forward. So it's been recently acquired. Yeah. So it was. It's been closed for a few years, and um, one group had purchased it and planned to do. At first, um, they were going to build a tower mm. next to it, or sort of as part of the same complex, and turn it into a hotel. Okay. Because that's back when there was this massive demand for hotels, and people were trying to get as many hotel rooms built as they could for the um, DNC, mm-hmm. which we all know. Oh, that went. Right. <laughs> um, but anyway, that plan ended up, but then I think the boom in hotel building just kind of started to get away from us, <laughs> maybe a little. And so they pivoted to a new plan to, to turn it into 25 apartments. Um, but then they had some, then the pandemic came and they, I think they must've had some financial issues because there was a chance it was going to go into foreclosure. Um, but then it didn't because those owners sold it to Saxony Capital out of um, the Chicago area. And they are, keeping the apartment idea, although they're tinkering it a little, and they're going to do 22 apartments instead of 25. And they're going to do um, big apartments. They're going to be like three and four bedroom apartments. There's going to be 10 of those 22 are going to be duplex apartments. One is going to be a triplex apartment. Oh, cool. um, That's going to have its own built-in movie theater. Oh, wow. And um, the developer says that the the plan is to sort of make them units that sort of feel like... um, single-family houses, but kind of within the envelope of an apartment building. And some of them will have their own dedicated entrances off the street. So they really will feel, feel more like townhouses, perhaps. So it won't quite have that that cookie-cutter, mixed-use development No, uh, and I don't feel. think it can, because yeah. as we talked about earlier, it's got each floor, uh, you know, a lot of buildings you go in and the, and the floor plates are all kind of the same stacked up above each other. And then that makes for easy, like a school. Yeah. That makes for easy mm-hmm. apartments, because every floor is exactly the same. You just do more or less the same thing on every floor. But here, every floor is different. So it's part of, I think part of the reality was to make unique apartments because it was just easier than trying to recreate floor plates that matched. Got it. So the developer who's leading this has actually worked on other Masonic temples in Chicago, right? In other yeah, cities? I think so. Yeah, he's he seems uh, 
not at all daunted <laughs> by the idea of turning this interesting building into something completely different. Um, and it's their first development in Milwaukee, and he sounds like he's open to do more up here too. And he said some nice things about Milwaukee. He said he that uh, you know a lot of potential here, and it's it's always interesting hearing from these developers from out of the city that maybe view Milwaukee a little bit differently about yeah. its future and its potential. Yeah, it was interesting. He he said something, and I'm not I I'm uh, paraphrasing here, but he said something about how it's kind of what he loves about it is that it's kind of a classic established old city, but that still has so much, uh, potential for growth, you know, and especially downtown, there's still so many surface lots and, and developable properties that it's not like a, it's not like an old city like Chicago where every, you know, <laughs> every square meter yeah. has been filled with something already. Uh, I think he sees potential to do lots of stuff here. Well, let's talk about some of the, I mean, of course, this is a historic building and um, I mean, maybe not historic proper, like historic designated, is it? Um, I'm not sure if it's designated. Uh, they, I think they were going to use historic tax credits. So my guess is if it's not designated, they were trying to, um, but I'm not sure if it is at the moment. Well, regardless, it's definitely old. It's been yeah. there, uh, 1889, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, there's all these architectural features that, that, it still exists, and the developers talking about some of the challenges there. It is they can't save everything, right? I mean, they're yeah, still it's, it's unclear exactly what's going to get saved and what's not. I mean, he he might know, but he didn't share with me exactly what's coming and going. But uh, um, I know that the stained glass windows were originally they got permission to take them out, but to use them in the building somewhere to keep them on site. Um, because the thing was, because that was going to be a, that's going to be a unit right there. So they, they weren't oh, sure okay. if somebody wanted 19, <laughs> uh, very sort of specific Masonic windows in there. <laughs> I would love that. I would apartment. just be afraid like I would breaking love that it or too. something. I would love it too, but you know, it's we're we're maybe not the target audience. Yeah. So maybe but, they're not up to code or something. Maybe a little um, drafty. So they were going to take them out and keep them on site, but now he's, uh, seeking permission to actually send them to a Masonic temple in Sheboygan that wants them because he feels like um, they would be much more suited to being in a Masonic temple because they have Masonic symbols on them. Sure. It's, you know, um, so kind of keeping it in the, in yeah, the Masonic so, family. So it is possible they will not remain in the building. But um, I have a feeling some details have already gone because when I wrote the story and posted it on social media, somebody from uh, um, an antique store said that they have some of those uh, plaster eagles that are... Uh, painted to look like wood. Mm. So some things have gone. Um, it's really unclear what's going to stay and what's what's going to go, but there are some really interesting things like those windows and all of those sort of fake wood details. And there's a meeting room that had a barrel vaulted ceiling. I'm hoping that's going to stay, but again, it's it's hard to say what. And the theater, unfortunately, I think, I know at least under the previous developer, the theater was going to go just because they need that space for for the apartments. Well, you know, change change happens, you know. Yep. This is well, and the building changed. The building started changing almost immediately, right? I mean, it was built in 1889. Yeah, sure. By mm -hmm. 1912, there was an addition put on it. By 1936, the exterior had completely changed, and I'm sure a lot of the interior had changed. So really, change has been sort of the only constant over the years at that place anyway. And I suppose whatever whatever goes in there is still better than it being closed and totally not used. Yeah, right? absolutely. I mean, we, still get that, we still get that beautiful Art Deco exterior to look at as we go by right yeah and this is looking like a spring spring of 2023 opening yeah that's their that's their projected uh 
you know, hopefully opening date, but I'm not sure how solid that is. Yeah, things can always change. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a pandemic going on, maybe. I, I heard something about something that. about supply chain issues, too. Uh, right? yeah. we'll, see. we'll see. At least the lumber, the lumber prices kind of came down a little bit, didn't they? I'm sure that's good news. Yeah. Right. Well, um, you can go inside and see some really great pictures. This is, you know, your last chance to see the the Scottish Rite Masonic Center as it as it is today, uh, or as it was when you visited, at least. Yeah, it's was rapidly there, changing. Yeah, I was there earlier in the year, um, and work had not really begun on anything, so I think it, that might have been toward the end of when you could take photos of what it had looked like up till then. Well, I love these last, these kind of last looks that you do. So you can mm-hmm. kind of see and remember, hey, you know, you can, I'm sure when you were doing this story, you, you were taken right back to when you were a best man in that wedding. Yep, yep. I know when I saw that, uh, that, that photo of the theater, I remember sitting in that, in that room and watching a production of Bye Bye Birdie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, right. <laughs> you know? And I love those too, because sometimes you come back to them, like when we talked about 37th Street School, yeah. I'd been in there when it was in awful shape, but still intact. And I have pictures in that story. And then I was in there when they had begun the work to, converted into apartments. So then I have a photo that has all those sort of in progress ones. And then I went there just before it started uh, having tenants move in. So I have a finished. So it's interesting that you can really kind of look at these and compare how it's changed. Well, definitely go check out the photos. We've got a link to it right here in the description box where you're listening right now. Go there to On Milwaukee and find Bobby's photos. And if you're not going to On Milwaukee and looking at all the other content, I mean, you're shame on you. Shame on you, first <laughs> off. And secondly, you're really only getting like a sliver of the story. This was, uh, you went really in depth too. And yeah. um, there, are, there are some stories where you just, like, uh, what did we do last week? You just you just went on. Like, you went down the <laughs> research hole. That might have been the Wiswell house. Uh, yeah, I think it was the Wiswell. Yeah, exactly. So if you're not going on Milwaukee, you're missing a lot of the story. So <laughs> check it out there and check out those pictures, too. Well, podcasts here on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Landmark Credit Union and, of course, your membership. Please do subscribe and remember to rate and review the podcast. We'd love to hear what you think and then share it with a friend if you know somebody who maybe um, was in one of those performances of Bye Bye Birdie or got married at the Scottish Rite Masonic Center. Make sure you share those episodes. Uh, anything else? We never told people about the barbershop. Not a barbershop. Let's talk about the barbershop. Yes, there was a barbershop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool because there's also like all this backstage stuff from when they did theater productions in there. Apparently the Masons were super into theater productions because there's like a full on backstage with like a, a really long room with a mirror with the lights around it, like the, oh, cool. you know, the, what do they call those lights? The, um, the round ones. Like I don't know what they call those. Broadway lights or something. Let's and call them that. We'll call them Broadway lights. <laughs> and, um, and a long mirror, you know, the mirror there and the chairs uh-huh. all along there. Um, it was kind of amazing to go in there. It was like really interesting to see. And then there was a barber shop with multiple actual barber chairs. Oh, cool. Yeah. So there was sort of a full service place in this day. We just did a post-credit scene here. Yes, we've never done this. Yeah. This, is, this is like the movies. After you watch the yeah. credits, if you stay around, you get a little extra. Well, while we're here, why don't we give a little tease of what's coming up next week? We're going to the scrapyard next we week. We are. We're going to the junk pile. I've always wondered about this junk pile because it's really pretty close to Radio Milwaukee yeah. and, and Walker's Point here. And I always see these trucks coming and going, loaded up with scrap metal. Yep. I've always wondered what goes on on the other end of that fence when they get in there. The, so. cr- the crushing of cars and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to go there next week. So yep. please do subscribe. We'll be there next week week on Urban Speed Lucky. And listen till the end because maybe there'll be more. Yes. You never know. All right. See you, Bobby. See you, Nate.